they've been waiting for? You ready? Uh, uh, I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like Precious this. Precious Gems Podcast. Like Episode one, motherfuckers. That's why I don't wish. See my dreams Nightmares come true. Episode podcast titled Dreams and Nightmares. That's been my life. But I'm I'm living in my dreams right now. Ooh, like a nigga squeeze. Never let them hoes get in between of what we started. Little nigga, but I'm lying-hearted. Y'all don't even understand. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for supporting me. I am your host, Precious Williams. Oh my God. My life has been like the climactic part of this song. My favorite part. Your favorite part. Ooh. They thought it was leaf. And I brought that new Ferrari, hey, to rest in peace. Hey, rest in peace, rest in peace to the parking lot. So big, I can't even fit in the parking spot. You ain't talking about my niggas, then what you talking about? Gangsters moving silence, nigga, and I don't talk a lot. I don't say a word. It's my part. Oh, this is in my life. This is the reason why I titled it. I know I'm going to get a copyright strike, but I had to play that song. I had to incorporate it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for tuning in to Precious Gems Podcast. I am your host, Precious Williams. This is my very first episode, Dreams and Nightmares. And my life has been dreams and nightmares for the past almost 10 years now. So I want to kind of take y'all back and bring y'all forward and just kind of give you an introduction of who I am, why I decided to start this podcast, my my life's purpose, my vision, my goals, my aspirations, my wisdom, my teachings, um, and just to kind of give y'all a piece of my heart and hopefully teach you in the process, help you heal, learn, and grow, okay? So my name is Precious Williams, and I wrote some notes, y'all. Because I, I, this is my, and I'm going to be transparent. This is my second recording. I recorded the first episode. I sent it out. I got a bunch of feedback. So now I'm re-recording the episode because I wanted to make it better for my viewership, my audience, and most importantly for myself. So my name is Precious Williams. I am from Gary, Indiana, born and raised. I will be 36 years old in July of this year. I'm a cancer. We are the best. Do not debate me. Don't argue at your mama, okay? I have a son who's 10 years old. Um, I am divorced, okay? I have been divorced for about five years now. Me and my ex-husband, who I grew up with and been knowing practically all my life, we share a beautiful 10-year-old child. We're, we're co-parents. We're friends business partners, okay, because this is a transactional relationship, um, and I have two siblings, uh, mother, father, a host of cousins, aunts, uncles, a grandmother, my grand, all of my grandparents are still alive. Um, I am a mother, I am a teacher, but most importantly, I am a student. I am a student of life, I am a student of experience, and the title of the podcast is called Precious Gems. So I wanted to 
give you a story, give you a situation, share my life experience with you, and offer you some words of wisdom, some precious gems that you can take away from it, okay? So I'm going to be referencing my notes, y'all, okay? I started this podcast because I went through a series of things in my life, and um, I wanted to make sure that I share my experience and what I learned. I learned a lot um, throughout, throughout my journey. I learned a lot from just growing up in Indiana. I am a victim of abuse, verbal, physical, sexual, emotional. I struggle with deeply rooted abandonment issues, fear of rejection, imposter syndrome, uh, at points in my life, low self-esteem, low self-worth, no confidence, not knowing who I am, not having a sense of um, who I am. Um, and just, I wanted to be transparent. I want to be completely open and completely honest with you guys. Um, so you're going to get love, wisdom, kindness from me. You're going to get the truth. You're going to get some real raw shit. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. I'm not here to be fake with y'all. I'm here to tell y'all the gut, honest, but truth and give you some gems in the process, okay? I will have occasional guests. I will have occasional um, co-hosts where I have a male's perspective that'll come on the podcast and we'll discuss topics and he and I, um, it'll be a rotating guest that we'll debate back and forth. Um, I also, I'm going to start with 2013. So 2013, I was in the process of splitting up from my ex-husband, and we decided that we no longer wanted to be in a marital relationship, um, and that was hard because my son was barely two years old at the time, and I was about 28 or 29 almost, uh, about 29, um, and I was lost, okay? I had no clue who I was at the time. Um, I was battling depression, anxiety. I was also battling a serious, um, prolonged postpartum depression. And that went on, I guess, till my son was about two years old. I was severely depressed. I struggled with my depression and my anxiety. And like most of you all, we all kind of live in the same life. We all live in the same experience day to day. Um, we're just different little nuances in the story, but we all can relate to one another when it comes to depression and anxiety, especially being black, being a woman, <laughs> being a man, being a child of God, um, living, in, living on earth. We all experience and go through some of the same situations and same things. So we decided we no longer wanted to be together. We parted ways. And at that time, I was probably at the lowest point of being low. My living situation was not the best. My financial situation was not the best. Um, I didn't have a car at the time. Like, I was like, like low down like I was I had never experienced life in that way I had a baby who looked up to me who needed me for nurturing for love for support but I didn't know who I was man I was like this person I have been with practically since I was a kid a teenager now we're no longer going to be together so I had to kind of rediscover myself um fast forward from 2013 
Um, through our marriage, though, we decided we were going to move to Houston, Texas. So in 2016, we were no longer together. We were still legally married, but going through the divorce process. I relocated myself and my son was four at the time almost five to Houston, Texas, April of 2016. A lot of poignant dates, a lot of poignant like life situations and circumstances for the last maybe five, six years happened in the month of April. So you're gonna see like a reoccurring theme from starting and from the time I got divorced up until now. So I decided to move to Houston. My ex-husband was aware. Um, and I relocated myself and my four-year-old, almost five-year-old son to Houston, Texas, where my sister-in-law lived and still lives. And when I got here, I was so lost. I was unhappy. Um, a little bit of information I just left out. I left Gary, Indiana in 2004 and moved to Phoenix, Arizona. So I was living in Phoenix at the time my ex-husband also was living in Phoenix at the time. I moved to Houston in 2016 of April. He still remained in Phoenix. So when I got to Houston, I had no family, no friends, just myself, my son, and then my sister-in-law. So I was like unhappy. I didn't even realize I was depressed, but I suffer from anxiety, like really bad anxiety. And um, I had really low self-worth at the time, low self-esteem. Um, my biological father and I had been estranged for many years, and that has been like a reoccurring theme in my life. And a lot of the reasons why I have some of the issues or I'm dealing with or have fought through and overcome a lot of the issues that I have had is because of that relationship. And so when I got to Houston, you know, your energy that you have inside of you it attracts the same energy. The more of what you don't want to be is the more of what you will attract. And so I had to really learn the law of attraction because I found myself in a relationship with someone who also had a child, he had a son that I met. Um, and that relationship was extremely abusive, extremely toxic. It wasn't physical abusive, but it was definitely verbal and it was um, emotional and it was violent in the sense of there was just a lot of violence that happened, whether that have been him throwing things or us fighting all the time, arguing, or me getting into fist fights with other women behind this person, or just um, a lot of manipulation, a lot of lying, a lot of me lying to myself. And I'm gonna take accountability and responsibility because a lot of the things that happened to me in that relationship, I allowed to happen because I was desperate for someone. I was desperate for a relationship. I was unhappy with myself. I had the lowest of the lowest of the lowest of self-esteem, of self-worth. And I was just, I was just unhappy. So I kind of clocked and, and found myself getting the first thing that looked my way, which wasn't healthy for me. But aside from all the things that he did, which was a lot of things that he did, I'm going to take a responsibility for the things that I did because I contributed to the toxicity, okay, by continuously putting myself in a cycle of abuse. Um, but I 
I am a survivor, but I have been a battered person all of my life, starting with the physical abuse I experienced in the, in the home, as well as the emotional and sexual abuse. So I have been a victim of that. So that's all that I knew. That's all that I understood. That's all, that was the language that I had spoke was just abuse. And we were together for about three years. And throughout that three years, we ended up getting engaged. Um, met him in 2016 of September. Fast forward to April of 2018. My father and I, my biological father and I, we get reconnected. And when I got reconnected with my biological father, I found myself talk, uh, realizing that I didn't need this nigga. I didn't want that nigga. Okay? <laughs> Once you get connected to like your source and for men out there that have daughters, you are the most important puzzle piece in her life. As a father, we're supposed you're also you are supposed to bestow wisdom, protection, guidance, love, respect, honor and devotion to your daughter and if you are not a part of that bridging and building up her confidence and her looking to you for her love for her guidance for her 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 her, her and you know fulfilling her heart space she is going to look for that in other people and i was that person okay and i'm gonna be real with y'all i was that person up until about Two years ago, <laughs> when I really started my mental health journey and getting myself together because I, I owed it to myself and I deserved it. So I was looking for him to fulfill a void that only God could fill. My biological father could not give me that because he suffers and, and battles and deals with some things that he just isn't equipped to offer me and I understand that now and so now I don't look to him to provide me those things for one I'm not a baby anymore and for two it's just that I can't look for another human being to give me what is already in me I, I look to the source I look to God I look to God to give me all of my love all of my clarity all of my direction all of my guidance, all to pour into me and to fill up my cup. And so we ended up, once I got back reconnected with my dad, I started to feel whole again, you know, because I felt like a void was being filled because I was going back to the person that was the first person to break my heart, you know, was my father. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I didn't even know this man was my father. I was told someone else was my father when I was a, when I was a child. Had a completely different last name. When I was about six or seven years old is when I find out when I found out my biological father was my father. And then from then my name got changed, and I ended up meeting this person who was just kind of in and out of my life my whole life. There's been a lot of emotional upsets with that relationship, but the one thing that I gained and learned is that. Again, I don't need this person to, to fill up my cup. My cup is already full because I love me and God loves me. And so after we got back reconnected, I still was in that relationship. It still was hard for me to leave. I actually ended up going through so much. We, I ended up fist fighting. I mean, so many lies, so many cheats, 
so many deceptions, me lying to myself, me accepting the bare minimum from someone, me accepting the bare minimum for myself, me not loving myself, me me putting my you know allowing my son to be bear witness to me being in an abusive relationship and some of that trauma being passed on to him. And I'm currently in the process of reversing, you know, um, just a lot of abuse. Okay. I'm not going to put all the blame on him because I contributed my part and I'm only here to discuss and take responsibility and accountability for my part that I played in it. Um, I got, I ended up me that, that relationship was very difficult because that person had an influence on me as to how I communicated with my ex-husband. And so my ex-husband and I, he ended, eventually ended up moving to Texas, and um, which was in 2017, April, April 2017. <laughs> April is, the, is, is the, the, the hot month that things happened for me. And um, we could not get on the same page because there was still so much bitterness that I had. I, you know, he says he doesn't, but you know, we both was kind of going the tit for tat thing at the time. And, um, we just, we just didn't get along. You know, we was like Crips and Bloods, East Coast, West Coast, oil and water. My nigga, we just did not mix. Okay. We was beefing and I was, you know, beefing with my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law it was just a lot of drama from like 2014, 2015, all the way up until about 2019. My life was kind of just full of chaos and just strings of bad luck and just drama because I was low vibrational, you know, and I was operating from a low place, from a, from a, a heart, a heartbroken place, a nasty place. So all of the energy that I was uh, radiating, I was getting back. I understand that now. Didn't understand it at the time that I was experiencing all of this. And um, we, we, that person influenced me to behave badly and make really bad decisions when it came to my co-parenting with my ex-husband because of his own, you know, situation with the, the mother of his son. And so I thought I was doing the right thing at the time, but in hindsight, the only person who suffered was my son. And my son went through a lot of emotional upsets, a lot of, you know, ups and downs and a lot of triggers for him is because of the disconnect between his father and I not being able to get along and him not at times being able to be with his father and his father be play an active role in his life. And whether that had been in part and due to my decision-making or his father's own decision-making, it affected my son. I ended up getting engaged to this person in November of, or December of Christmas of 2018. Um, I decided that I wanted to leave Texas. So I moved back to Phoenix 2018 of November. And I did not tell Big Ronnie that I was leaving. And that's probably the biggest regret that I have is because I took something away from him and I completely like kind of shut him out of our son's life at the time. And so by me leaving, it was very sneaky. It was very deceitful. And, you know, I don't have many regrets in my life, but that probably is the biggest regret is because this person, although I still had my biological father in my life, this person and I was in a relationship with still had a negative hold on me and I was still operating from that low place. 
from that hurt place, from that low self-esteem place. Um, I finally gained the strength, the courage, mustered it up to end the relationship in April of 2019. Once I ended that relationship, y'all, I had the biggest cry. And my son was sitting there and he was patting me on the back and I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. you know, I'm just crying, bawling my eyes out. But this is where the story stops and my life starts. I wasn't crying because I was sad the relationship ended. I was crying because I felt a shift in me. I felt a bravery, a courage in me that I did not know that I had. I knew that I wanted my life to begin. I knew that I wanted to be healthier, be better. I knew that I deserved it. I knew that God was calling me into my purpose, waking me up, putting me through all these situations. And I just had to step into that power. So I was crying because I felt a sense of relief. And I knew that everything was going to be okay. Everything was going to be okay. Um, the first thing that I did once I ended that relationship, and it ended very traumatically. It ended in a lot of cussing, a lot of fussing, a lot of fighting. Kids were involved. You know, just a lot of just bullshit. It ended really crazy. But I'm glad it ended the way that it ended because I have not spoken to this person. I have not seen this person. No contact, no communication since that day that we parted ways, which was April 17th of 2019. So it's been three years and I'm the happiest that I have been. So the last three years of my life has just been a rediscovery, a self-discovery, um, a rebirth, a new for me, um, a brand new, completely different person than what I was. And I'm so thankful and grateful to God that he brought me through and that I'm able to be here today as a, as a hope, as a beacon of light, as an inspiration to so many of you all to show you that Hey, man, you can go through your darkest days, but everything is going to be the fuck okay. Y'all just got to know that it's going to be okay. And in that relationship, me and Big Ronnie started back being cool. Trust had to be rebuilt. You know, I made the decision to transition back to Houston, Texas because I had left. So I moved me and my son back to Houston, Texas, August of 2020, and we've been thriving and prospering ever since. So I'm in the H town right now. I'm loving it. I got me a good government job, okay, with good government benefits. I'm in school pursuing my degree that I graduate the top of the year. It wasn't going to be this year, but, you know, life be lifing. So top of the year. My son is thriving and prospering and healthy. Me and my co-parenting relationship is the best that it's ever been. All of my interpersonal relationships are healthy and positive. I have set my boundaries. I got back into my spirituality and allowed God to be my leader, to be my source, to be my conqueror. And I am obedient and disciplined to him. I allow all myself to manifest all of my wants, needs, and desires and allow love and abundance to flow into my life. I'm honest. I'm forthcoming with people. I operate with high frequency and good intention. And my life just has been the best that it has been because I decided to take control of myself. I decided that my mental health mattered. I decided that I'm not going to sit and just be depressed with high anxiety for the rest of my life. I can't, I can't function that way. I don't know about y'all, but when I'm depressed, I eat. And I'm talking about I eat. I am an emotional eater. And so I got tired of being that way. 
I got tired of living like that. I got tired of functioning like that. I got tired of not walking into my purpose and wasting and withering away myself when God gave me so much talent and ability. And I just want to give a praise to him because without God, man, I would be stretched out, laid out, pressed out, dressed out, you know, draped up and dripped out. Know what I'm talking about? Okay, but, <laughs> and y'all, I'm a big-ass goofball, so y'all gonna hear a lot of little corny jokes and little interludes, musical interludes and whatnots because my brain just be operating on a different frequency, y'all, okay? But um, the rebirth of myself is me taking back control, taking power over myself, taking back control of my circumstances, forgiving, forgiving, forgiving myself, for the things that happened to me. It, it was not my fault. It was not my fault. I can't control what happened. And I'm not saying my childhood was all bad. I have a huge family. We love each other. We support each other. We're there for one another. But I did, like many of you, go through a lot of shit. And I'm here as a living will and testament to say, you can go through something, but it's it, your life and your light is on the other end. Your rebirth, your re, your self-discovery is on the other end of that. And it's okay. You don't have to sit in your circumstance. And that's my precious gem to offer you guys, that it's okay. That you can take my situation and my circumstances to say, you know what? She went through a lot of stuff. And it's just a little snippet. This podcast is going to air every Wednesday. Check all your local DSPs, your, your Google Podcasts, your Spotify's, your Apples, your Twitchers, your Stitchers, your SoundCloud, your YouTube, Precious Gems Podcast. I'm on Instagram. Y'all going to be able to hear my life, my journey, my story, and get a takeaway from it because I'm going to be honest with you. I've been able to rediscover who I am with the help of God. I found that I don't need a person, place, or a thing to fill up my cup. As long as I have God in my heart that's guiding and leading me and, and ordering my steps, okay? Because I walk it like I talk it now, okay? I'm not, I'm not operating in a place or a sense of fear anymore. I'm operating out of a place of love, of genuine, of sincerity, of light. Okay, that's my rebirth. That is my takeaway. This podcast is titled Dreams Versus Nightmares because I went through a nightmare, but now I'm living in my dream. I started this podcast because I had something I needed to say. God gave me a voice. He gave me a vision. He gave me a plan. And he said, you know what? You're going to get your ass on this mic. I'm a one woman show. I bought all this equipment <laughs> to edit myself to record myself, to do my vocals, to, to, to record. I um, even came up with my, my intro music. I mean, so y'all may not get the best quality, but you're going to get a real ass bitch. Give a fuck about a nigga, big Birkin bag, whole five, six figures, stripes on my ass, so he caught it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going to act up. <laughs> so... Just bear with me as I take y'all on this journey airing every Wednesday at 5 a.m., dropping everywhere. My ending, be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Forgive yourself. 
And most importantly, love yourself. Bye.